Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's concert week and from now through May 14th, you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows? I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts and I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people. Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson. Who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson. Peso Pluma and Sarah McLaughlin like back to back. That's fun. Megan Trainer then Peso Pluma, then Sarah McLaughlin, and have us the summer of my life. So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep. Up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com slash sample-policy. Spot pet insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Lindsay, you know what I love? What do you love? My cats, except when they're doing what they're doing right now, which is staring at me, hoping that I'll feed them. But it's like, I'm not going to feed you I'm sorry, until... but can I ask you, when do they not what? do that? Isn't that just well, like all the time? That's what cats do. Well, they're doing do. it right now because they're very hungry this morning. But it's like, you have food in your bowl. I'm not going to give you more food unless you finish that. So I hate that, even though I love them. The real thing I don't like is cleaning up their litter box. Truly the worst thing about any cat, which is why Arm & Hammer created new cloud control litter. And yes, Lindsay, it's like a cloud of kitty litter, not like iCloud. There's no cloud of nasties when I scoop. It is 100% dust-free, free of heavy perfumes, and helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. New Cloud Control Cat Litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And, um... And... And... <laughs> and I'm Meryl Streep with a comically loud and very pandering scream. Oh, HBO is like, ooh, I can't wait till everyone memes that. Just, I felt so angry. Angry! Meryl, do you mind filming a meme really quick? That episode could not have pandered more. The only way it could have pandered more... The only person who pandered more in Big Little Lies was Reese Witherspoon live tweeting it with pre-made gifts on her Twitter. Nicole's... Did you see Nicole's? It made no, no sense. No. It was... Uh, I was like, which... Like, how old was the intern who wrote this for you? Yeah, 23. It was them when they're all on the asphalt, and it says, walking into Sunday, like, dot, 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 and then, like, a wiki face. Hashtag Big Little Lies tomorrow night on at HBO. And then Big Little Lies commented, wave, wave, wave. Let these women (laughs) speak their own language. They're all all best friends. And none of them can do anything but think about Big Little Lies season two on HBO. 
It's just like it's their top priority. Actually, Nicole Kippen's top priority. She's like, it says here on my contract in my contract that my top priority will be Big Little Lies. I'll have you know, Keith Urban is always my top priority. Big Little Lies can be second priority. Um, I can't put anything above Keith. I'm very sorry. <laughs> That's our marriage. That's in our marriage contract. Sorry. That he's number one priority. I love him so much. Mm, if the Big Little Lies premiere was the same day of like some random country music awards, she would skip the premiere. She would have done country. She has to. There's no way she wouldn't have. Can you sing your favorite lyrics from Keith Urban's song? Well, you meet someone, the only one. You take her by the hand, buy some land, make some love, and then babies come. Big Little Lies, a season premiere. God, this is going to be so dated when you listen to it like a month later, but I don't care. It was kind of a big we deal. We don't have to spend a lot of time on it. It was a huge deal. What was crazy was it was like the Tonys, Big Little Lies season premiere, and claws on TNT, which is also somehow equally a big deal. Mm-hmm. So the reaction on Twitter was fully split, and it was a nightmare to watch. <laughs> Have you ever seen such Twitter a nightmare? Twitter was really bad last. Terrible. Twitter was bad last night. Like me really tweeting about like... plays, but I wasn't even watching the Tonys. Like it, people tweeting memes. Like it was just a. It was terrible. Terrible. Imagine because like the the Tonys are so um, exclusive. Yes. Like you either need yes. to be like a journalist. Or you to to have seen every Tony where you need to either be a journalist or you need to be rich. So it's like I am neither of those things. Or like a awards journalist. Tony's press is like they're extremely stingy. And now Broadway press is extremely stingy. It's with like the stupidest system. It's how can I see all those things? But also, if you just wrote out every single production that was like nominated for like one thing, it'd be ten things, and they'd all be seventy to a hundred and fifty dollar tickets on Broadway. Like uh. it would be. Just, it would just be to wild like, to look at, you know, if you were like, oh, like I'm, I watched the Tonys and now I want to see the shows that won the awards. You would be bankrupt. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's very frustrating. But you know what? I can spend just a few dollars a month on HBO. It's so true. And I can see what's going on in Monterey, California. And I got to say, like, you you tune in for HBO, Big Little Lies, you know you're going to get theatrics. If I just go to a Broadway show that I've paid a lot of money for, I don't know what I'm in for. I might just get like... I don't know, Adam Driver, like, brooding. I can just turn on Star Wars if I want to see Adam Driver brood. Oh, wow. This is an incredible ad for HBO. This is, like, we need to God, lay HBO. off. HBO, yeah, we have to stop doing this. Our ads are getting too seamless, so, like, we don't want people to think that this is an ad for HBO. It's not. You know what this is an ad for? Kitty Litter. What? <laughs> it's an ad for Chris Pat 2040. God. <laughs> are you endorsing? No, never. Okay. But can I endorse her? No. no. I mean, She's I've so got bored. my... The people, the, the people I will, I will endorse for for twenty forty. You know, Keith Urban, <laughs> Nicole Kidman's performance at Big Little Lies, Chris Pratt is like number six thousand on that list. So what I love, love. What's interesting about this to me? They got married. That's the news. They finally got married. Finally, I was surprised that they, they got, got married because I, I thought there would have been more lead up. They got married in in Rob Lowe's backyard. I think that they sold the pictures, the official pictures, somewhere else, and we'll see oh, they where they have. are, like Vogue next month or something. It's not because at first I was like, it's people. No, it's definitely it's either Vogue or um, Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair, but even Vanity Fair seems kind of wrong, though. Who knows? New York Times <laughs> magazine. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Los it's- Angelino magazine, <laughs> right? Like, um, what's the one that like Lisa Vanderpump is the editor for? Like some like Malibu. One of those. Like, whatever. So no, they're 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 on the cover of next week's Galore. Oh, God. A pa- they're a paper. It's a paper. Break the internet exclusive. <laughs> Whatever. An interview magazine came out today with Rihanna, and I, I said to myself, didn't that magazine fold? I'm so confused. Wait, interview is releasing things still? Yes. Pictures of Rihanna. 
anyways, what I what I love about this or whatever is that we know so much about Chris Pratt because he's in the public eye. He's got a very defined personality, blah, blah, blah. And it's not her fault that we don't know anything about her. But I truly know like nothing about Catherine Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and, it, and it's not I'm not trying to be like it's I'm not trying to make this like a gender thing, but I it's just crazy how much we don't it's know about thing. her because she hasn't been in the public eye with this leading man on her arm and which it would give her the attention like she's been Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter for a long time but I don't think anyone really for, cared for that her much whole her whole life <laughs> for a long time <laughs> so well I'm sorry his other kid was not on Schwarzenegger's son for his whole life oh he was not even there yeah so <laughs> wait I gotta close he was his kid his whole life he just wasn't recognized by Arnold Schwarzenegger as his kid his whole life so they got married it's um it's so boring it's such a like father of the bride too perfect like green hedges rich white people like it looks like it's in connecticut but really it's in beverly hills like it's 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 fine it's extremely boring they're boring they want to be politicians or he does and she wants to be the politician's wife or maybe it's vice versa i'm not sure but like everything about this oozes um uh convenience you know yeah we're we're using this for our professional lives we're using this to further our career there's it's like also, no chemistry between the two of them it's a they're just like vaguely good comfortable christiany vibe to it that is a little bit like off-putting for me Stop personally oh. yeah you get the feeling like they're consummating the relationship like like it happened last night you know we're so I don't grateful know. to mr giorgio armani who created a once-in-a-lifetime dress for me to wear and for chris the perfect suit this just morning we feel very, nothing blessed. It's just weird to have like Chris Pratt who is he's not wacky, but he's not usually a robotic guy. Like he has a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Remember the story he used to tell about being in the van in Hawaii? You remember that? He mm -hmm. does like hijinks. He's like kind of a real he used to be like a real talker, but now this like side of him, this new this version of him is so unfamiliar to us. Right, that it seems like he's being groomed or he's grooming himself. Yeah. Like there's something deeply Reagan-esque about the whole thing that is incredibly unpleasant and it's only getting more and more Reagan-esque. Right. The only thing that really differentiates this from the uh, Ronald and Nancy Reagan marriage is that they had ghosts at their wedding. So I, I wonder what that's going to do to their marriage in the long run. They had ghosts at their wedding. It was at Rob Lowe's house. Oh. There are ghosts everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Lindsay, those there kids, were ghosts. the ghosts now, they follow those kids. Uh, they follow those kids home. They know that they can communicate there. Why yeah. would you leave that house? I forgot Rob Lowe and those ghosts. He, They love those ghosts. Since I was a little boy, I've loved spooky legends and scary mysteries. And when I had boys of my own, we bonded over those campfire stories. We're going like someone had a ghost meter. Do you think she wore like, any like, of hey. Rob Lowe's wife's jewelry line? I feel like we would have seen that by now. Which may or may not have made the podcast, did it? We cut it. It's somewhere else. It's in the Patreon. Where is uh, it? I don't know. It. We cut it. It's in the Patreon. We cut Anyways, it. Rob Lowe's wife has a very expensive jewelry line. <laughs> Oprah wears it. Oprah has okay, worn so, it. So we have a wedding and then we have a breakup. The breakup, the big breakup, was between Irina Shayk and Bradley Cooper. God. A source tells ET, quote, Recently, Irina decided enough is enough. She didn't feel she was getting the level of commitment she wanted, and the endless fighting made their life unbearable. The rumors had been swirling for, I don't know, months since yeah, the but Oscars. I thought but I didn't they believe were it. fake because it felt so, because 
the rumors, there were rumors and jokes and memes and whatever during all of the Star is Born and then during the Oscars. And I was like, okay, like we need to chill on this. It's clearly yeah. not going to happen. Or like, yeah. it's clearly like in service of the narrative of A Star is Born at the Oscars and Lady Gaga, whatever. But then more recently, I thought people were over it and they were like, oh, uh, Bradley and Irina like PDA, like she doesn't like his PDA and um, they're in a fight and da da da. And I was like, I cannot believe we're still talking about this. But it, that, I... it was real. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that it was necessarily imminent before the Oscars because I feel like no, I don't think so either. They were just waiting. They would have. They would have broken up the day after the Oscars. You know, like the next week we would have gotten the headlines. Irene is moving out. It yeah. took a lot longer. Yeah. So I don't really think that they were that that the on the rocksiness of their relationship was you know as pronounced as it was uh, a couple weeks ago whenever the rumors really started getting serious. Yeah. A week ago. Right. Um. They're weird. They were never married, so it's right. just really like she moved out. So it's they less have a dramatic. Kid. Than, they you know, were never married. Yeah, they have a kid. They're both like you know that's what always happens in these stories where it's like they're still going to remain committed co-parents. They're both great parents. Blah 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 blah. But Irina packed her away bag and left. Well, what was wild was that apparently she had a, a trip to Iceland scheduled on the same day they were going to release this uh, breakup and the photos of her like kicking her away bag and getting into the getting into uh, whoweekly.com slash awaytravel.com slash whoweekly right is that our awaytravel.com slash who slash who the photos of her walking down her stairs with the away bag like getting ready to go to Iceland came out the same day as this news and it was just a crazy it almost felt not it's not like she's dressed like she's like here I am leaving Bradley Cooper but it's like really here I am going on vacation a flight suit like a like a one-piece flight suit like Top Gun like a khaki off a khaki Top Gun moment with her blue away bag honestly I have the exact same away I know you do Irina I thought about it immediately I I was like what's her code JK use our code so Irina Shake and Bradley broke up if I just broke up with Bradley Cooper I would go to Iceland oh immediately I gotta go to Iceland I'm off so yeah, then turn she, off my phone. then the next day, page six, you know, headline, Irina Shake posts first Instagram photo since Bradley Cooper split. It's her and two friends. Two Bradley Cooper-y looking Italian Iceland dudes. I don't fashion know. label. Oh, she's, uh, wait. She posed with photographer Giampaolo Segura and Ali Cavusa, the management, the managing partner of the Lions Model Management. And she also geotagged. Uh, and a very famous uh, uh, waterfall. Glacier? Glacier. Oh, waterfall. Glacier. Glacier. Okay. Anyways, that, uh, you know. Bradley Cooper, we haven't seen him Instagram anything. (laughs) We haven't seen him with an away bag. Presumably he's taking care of the kid. Do you think she took his away bag? No, they each have their own away bag. Oh, okay. I will say, I don't think that he and Gaga are going to get together. I might have to eat crow, but no. There's no, a lot no, of things that no, could be no, going on. No. There's a list of like 10 things that could be going on before he's secretly in love with Lady Gaga. Like that's not number one. It's not not on the list, but it's not number one. It is sus that yeah. she's also like she just broke up with her. Fian- I mean, there's a lot of thing ha- there's things happening. Yeah. Christian Cariano. Christian. Yeah. What's his her name? Ex, um, her ex agent or whatever. There. Irina. I mean. Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are not going to suddenly appear on a red carpet making out anytime soon. I don't think. <laughs> Again, don't it's think. number, it's it's on my list, but it's not high up. It's not on the top of the list. There's so um, many things that are before the that. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Lady Gaga will sooner be in a relationship with Zed than she will be in a relationship with Bradley Cooper. Let's talk about Zed. You do not actually think that. You're just trying this. to do a crossover. Yeah, I'm just trying to do a really clunky segue. We talked about this on Friday and we were like, we're only going to briefly mention it because it's getting... It's going to get more interesting. And it turns out it did get more interesting. Mm. Not too interesting, but slightly interesting. What happened was, since I know a lot of you don't listen to the Friday show, Matthew Coma, <laughs> who is Hilary Duff's fiance, he's a songwriter and singer on the band. Um, what is it? Winnetka County Line? What are they? Winnetka, sure, whatever. They have a song Winnetka called... Radio House. Winnetka Got a Bicycle. What's the name of his band? Winnetka ba- Party Band. Winnetka House Winnetka... Bowling League. Bowling League. Winnetka Bowling League. So he's the uh, lead singer in Winnetka Bowling League. He went on a Twitter rant, a eight-part slash two-tweet Twitter rant, which was, you know, comprised of two, two tweets featuring many four parts. note screenshots, uncropped note screenshots, which meant half of the note screenshots were keyboard. So really it was four full keyboard. screenshots of note. He complained about Zed. Um, a lot of it was sort of was sort of general like you know what i used to be in a professional relationship with with this guy we were writing partners then like we wrote i wrote all of clarity i wrote all of what was his other first song that was huge um i wrote all of clarity i wrote all of spectrum zed didn't have anything to do with it really and yet he takes all the credit for it look i did it also and then it gets and then it gets like really petty uh, when he says the stuff about the piano, where he's like, like he can't think play that he's in C, a classically trained piano, but he can only play in C. Oh, right. And so it's like he can only play in the key of C. It causes problems on stage. Blah blah. This guy is not as as much of a virtuoso pianist as you would as he would have you believe. Um, we waited for Zed to respond. Zed did respond. Zed just said, and I really. I'm kind of team no one here. Really, I'm team. I think I'm team Matthew Coma. No offense. <gasps> you can't go against to, Zed. I might You're have to brush Zed off head. my Zed head. Do I have to? Do I have to stay? Yeah, you have to stand. You stand Zed. You stand Zed. Well, so um, my fave Zed responded with this iconic response. And he said, um, <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry you feel this way. I don't feel the same, nor do I agree with your description of our history together. I supported you in every single area and I had control. Every single area I had control over, as I do with any and all of my collaborators. I will forever be grateful to you and your contributions to my career. I continue to wish you the best. I really do think, regardless of how you feel about Zed, I like, I'm sorry you feel this way, I don't feel the same, is a good right. way to just like, it's nip good, something but in the did bud. Did you see he followed up again? No. So he released a full-length statement. So I almost feel Zed. like the Zeddy doth protest too much in this. Like, he gave a succinct statement and then on his Instagram released a... One, two, three, four, five, page, five, slide. What? Yeah, go to Instagram.com slash Zed. Oh, it's my homepage. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but he, he says, I gave Matt credit on lots of songs. Find You was a song I wrote on a piano in my parents' basement. I recorded on my phone and sent it to Miriam. Later, we asked Matt to join us and help us finish it. Spectrum, like he goes through each song, which I guess it's like if Matt's going to get specific, Zed's going to also get specific. And yeah, lastly, and one thing that Matt didn't one thing Matt didn't mention was that Clarity also has other co-writers that are not mentioned in either. Like these in, songs in have a hundred people on them. They're pop songs. Pop songs are written by eighty people plus a couple of robots. And lastly, you know, accusations like, like quote he's the worst. And that I have now have people who produce my music is obviously not true. Well, you can't be like, he's the worst is not true because he thinks you're the worst. Um, (laughs) 
I just want my fans to know my side of the story. What I told Matt doesn't change. I'm incredibly proud of our work together. Hopefully we can one day be friends. Like it was, it's also a very, it's not petty. It's specific. It's like, here are the receipts. It's very like the truth, James Charles. Like here's the truth, whatever it is, the truth. Also, he cropped his notes. Yeah, that's why you're a Z head. I know now you're a Z head again. And of course, commenting at the top, Derek Huff. David Guetta, Martin Garrix. It's like every DJ is like, mm, Zed, my buddy, Zed, Zed. Yeah, do we want to talk about Matthew Coma at all? When well, at the bowling league? He's the, the who in this. So, well, Zed is too, kind of. But Matthew Coma is famous right now for being Hillary Duff's husband. I like fiance, not to fiance. be shady. Well, yeah, they have a kid together. They're going to get married. And that's how like he became no known beyond being a songwriter kind of in the background, even though he's the lead singer of a band. But you know what I mean? You guys know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So Matthew Coma is a musician. He's a songwriter. Um, my favorite thing he's written has actually not been anything with Zed. It actually was the first single from the Shania Twain's fifth studio album now called Life's About to Get Good. Life's about joy. Life's about pain. Life's about forgiving and the will to walk away. Oh, I'm ready to be loved and love the way I should. Oh, life's about life's about to get good. I think I did all that if by you heart. Remember I think that the might lyrics all be from Life's on. About to Get Good, a song you listen to a like hundred times for one week. Um, I'm impressed. Oh, life's about joy. Life's about pain. It's all about forgiving and the will to walk away. I'm ready to be loved and love the way I should. Life's about life's about to get good. I promise you, I didn't even look that up. That album sucked. He has a band called, as we said, Winneka Bowling League. They have a song called Kombucha. It sounds like Beck. Like, I don't hate it. It just sounds like Beck. Play it here. I was like, it's not bad. Don't try to follow me on my heart. On. The one I want. It's time to swallow your kombucha and try it. Why you always gotta rain on me and my vibe. Don't try to follow me in my Honda on the 101. It's time to swallow your kombucha and pride. Yeah, why you always got to rain on me and my vibes? Not to reduce him to this, but let's reduce him to this. He, uh, who he has dated is a fun list. Uh, it's Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> and Hilary Duff. He dated Carly for three years, which is a which is a big a big thing for us as Carly fans. You know? Yeah, she likes dating um, producers. She does. She likes. I think a lot of her artists career, like her, dating her, uh, I mean, it's collaborators. Like, you know, but I don't think that he's worked on Carly music, or maybe he has. Okay. People are sort of if you if you've been following Zed, you know that he's like people are not to tease our next topic. People have gotten cross with him in the past. Right. It's true. Like he's in if he was in a feud with Diplo, I was like looking on Reddit to try and understand any of this like beef to specific and there was a very famous um EDM photographer who wrote like I quit working with Zed and like I'm better for it. So Yeah, really, really vague, but like it's uh, he said that his life had gotten better after he quit working mm-hmm, with, with Zed. Mm-hmm. He feuded with Diplo, which is like you know don't come for Diplo on this podcast even though I guess if you're Zed you can you can do whatever you want we love Diplo we're two Diplos as Diplo said earlier oh I hate I hate saying that I hate I was I was wondering I was wondering you know because Hillary Duff is so outspoken whenever there's a feud remember whenever she she yelled at her neighbor a feud oh my god Hillary Duff is the queen of a feud I was like is Hillary Duff gonna get involved and yes she got involved Quietly, you could you could almost hear Matthew Cohen being like, "Hillary, just like let me do this." Hillary, you just can, don't. She's like, well, don't "I'm gonna comment. To I'm gonna comment, comment on the. I'm gonna, Matthew, Matt, Matt, Matt. <laughs> I'm gonna comment on the gram. Yeah, I'm gonna give you I one just, comment. He's like, "Fine, I, just do one. Don't like start anything, please, Hill. Like, just like." Hill. And she's like, "Okay, fine." So she wrote 
on a comment. This is so important for people who love the music to know. Writers are taken advantage of, ignored, and mistreated. Proud of you for finally speaking up. Heart finally I speaking mean, up. So you, there's this suggestion that this sort of this feud has been stewing for a long time. Right. Maybe he's been he, he's been upset for years about this. Maybe he approached Zed and was like, "Let's try to do this privately because I I don't want to have to make this a thing. Like, give me mm. more credits or something. I don't know. Like, how do you how do you solve this? It just feels like a feud that's so specific. Like the details are like what he wants is like this first of all it's like a mix between like very specific credits in certain places that he feels he's due and because he's credited all the songs all the songs that he's complaining about he has a credit for that's i think what sort of makes his argument moot annoying but what's 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 it's a mix between that though and you know it's also just general like why is zed so famous and i'm not like it's that's a tinge of it too and zed can't fix that for you my friend no why don't you fucking produce Hillary Duff's next album? Give us the music we're also craving. Also the answer, because Zed's younger. No offense. This is our society. Zed probably got more attention because he's the younger one. Also, his name's better. Also, he's the DJ. That's how it works. When you're the DJ, you're the one who gets the the, the attention. You think the chain smokers are like actually that talented? Well, in no. our age, producers are becoming more and more able to step up and be the celebrities. But I mean, this doesn't matter. Like, whatever. It's also funny that like... They're fighting over a very specific type of music and he's married to Hillary Duff. Like, can you imagine that just the back channel conversations about that? So, who do we, your team, you're still a Zed head. You remain Zed. I'm still team Zed. You know what? I believe Zed. I, I, I. I have no problems with Zed. I don't really have any problems with Matthew Coma. But if I'm, you know, picking teams on my, you know, my little softball game, I'm picking Zed on mine. My little softball game? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a game whenever you're like, you're picking sides like in, you know, elementary school whenever you're the one who isn't getting picked. Oh, yeah. I'm the one who's not getting picked. Yeah. Wow. Traumatic yeah. memories. Um, speaking of getting cross. Oh, no. Marsha Cross wants everyone to know about her anal cancer, and I love that. Yeah, it's kind of incredible because her literal thing is like anal cancer is embarrassing and nobody wants to say it. Anal, 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 anal. But guess what, honeys? I'm here and anal cancer. I have anal cancer. I'm going to talk about my anal cancer. And you know what? We shouldn't be ashamed to talk about anal cancer. I love the way you've embraced the word Anus, yeah. Even for me, it took a while. Anus, 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 anus. You just have to just get used to it. It's great. And it's, she's doing fine. What's great is that she's doing a cool thing, but like tabloid headlines still are like kind of shaming her because the way that they're phrasing the headline is like to get people to click with like a lol. But what she's yeah. doing inside the link is cool, you know? Is being like, let's talk about anal cancer, sweeties. Yeah. And she does. Uh, Marsha Cross from Desperate Housewives. Do you guys remember who that is? What's going on I there? I do. Well, you, do I, they? I know you Should we do. wait? Should we do a Dora the Explorer thing? Do you remember who Marsha Cross is? <laughs> and then just pause. I'm Dora. What's your name? What's your name? How old are you? Can you name Marsha Cross's character's name on Desperate Housewives? <laughs> we should start doing that. <laughs> People are screaming, Brie Vandekamp. Oh, <laughs> it's like, I can't name it. Her name was Brie Vandekamp. 
Brie Vandekamp. What's funny is we've talked about almost every single housewife, uh, desperate oh housewife. Oh my god! When you type in Brie Vandekamp, the first re- suggestion is Brie Vandekamp cancer. Aww. People don't even know her as Marsha Cross. She's they know her as Brie fine. Vandekamp. She's fine, guys. She's fine. Felicity. We talked about Nicolette. We talked about Marsha. Who else? Mm-hmm. Oh, we have not really talked about Eva Longoria. No. We haven't. We haven't in a while. We haven't. Who we else? Have, we is talked there? about whenever she got pregnant that one time or recently. One time. Ta- that, birth. That one time. Yes, they have a kid now. What I will say that's sort of not even ironic, just sort of a fun coincidence. Yeah. In Seinfeld, Marsha Cross is a girlfriend of Jerry's. Yeah. And she is a dermatologist. And she tells people that she saved lives. And Jerry gets really annoying. And she's like, and he's like, I can't believe this woman is going around telling people that she saves lives. And she's a dermatologist. And then he's breaking up with her and like confronting her and in the middle of this breakup some guy approaches her in the restaurant and is like doctor whatever thank you so much for saving my life and he's like what are you talking about jerry and it's because he had skin cancer how's the life-saving business it's fine it must take a really really big zit to kill a man he's with you you call yourself lifesaver i call you pimple popper md Mr. Perry, how are you? I just want to thank you again for saving my life. She saved your life? I had skin cancer. Skin cancer? Right. And so Jerry's like, wow, I forgot about skin cancer. Dermatologist. Wait, the whole episode. First of all, that's a terrible episode. That's a terrible conceit. But whatever. It's a pretty it's a pretty stupid one. That for, one for Seinfeld, stupid, that's one of the stupidest. It's one of the stupidest girlfriend fights. Yeah, absolutely. So he forgot about skin cancer? He forgot that dermatologists can help with skin cancer, yeah. And that's like something that Jerry Seinfeld, the writer, expect or whatever Larry David expected the audience to also forget. But like, yes. of course, you would like you would yes. forget. You would be like goes, the whole time like skin cancer. Right. That's what he, he goes skin cancer. Right. Yeah. right. Anyway, Marsha Cross, cultural real, culturally relevant in the subject of cancer on across several decades. Yeah, I love that she. So she says, um, I know there are people who are shamed. You have cancer. You also have to then feel ashamed like you did something, you know, because it took up residence in your anus. I mean, come on, really, there's enough on your plate. She has her her friends who took care of her while she was in chemo. She radiation. calls them her anus angels, which anal I angels. fucking love or her anal, anal angels. angels. Oh, that's better. It's great. The other interesting thing about it is that she could have the anal cancer could have developed because her husband had throat cancer. Her husband was diagnosed with throat cancer like 10 years ago. This is very... uh, Didn't Michael Douglas get... Well, yeah, but Michael Douglas's thing wasn't... uh, As far as I remember it, Michael Douglas claiming that his cancer was from like... Yeah, that wasn't real. Whatever. HPV. Whatever. The HPV thing, it couldn't have caused both or something. In this case, the HPV virus can cause both. I mean, you can't really ever prove what caused cancer, but it's like, it's the type of HPV that can cause anal cancer. It's the type of HPV that can cause throat cancer. So it's like kind of likely. I think Michael Douglas was misinformed when he did his whole thing. I think so too. Um, But here, there is a connection there. And even that, which is like on a surface level when you're like oh wow my husband's throat cancer caused my anal cancer haha put two and two together even that she's discussing openly you know like the whole thing is like and the headlines are wild because they're like how marcia cross discovered her anal cancer was linked to her husband's throat cancer which it's like at first you're like lol but then you (laughs) click and you learn and i gotta say uh, we're all into, you know, ass eating in 2019, but seems like everyone has to be a little careful. Um, Not implying that Marsha Cross ass eats. Just if that image was in your mind now because I just put it there again. But just, you know, thinking. Maybe she does. 
And if she does, and no if she does, she'll tell you about it. No kink shaming. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, I eat ass. Deal with it. Eat ass, eat ass, eat ass, eat oh, ass. Oh, it'd actually be her husband eating her ass. Oh my God, I hate this. Yeah. We have to cut. No, I- yeah. No, Lindsay, you shouldn't hate it. Marsha Cross wouldn't want you to hate it. So Marcia she's going to show up husband, and be like, I'm not ashamed of my yeah, ass Marcia getting Cross's eaten. Husband, my Marsha Cross's husband might eat Marsha Cross's ass. And you know what? She might like it. And that's okay. This is the last episode of Who Weekly We Just Got Canceled. I'm just no, like. No, we're not getting canceled. That's the thing, Lindsay. We're not getting canceled because it's okay. It's okay to eat ass. It's, it's okay to have ass cancer. It's okay it's all good. to talk about ass I cancer. I would call it I ass cancer. It. That's kind of funner. That's funny. Um, also, just like there's just like cancer of everything. It's good that she's talking about it. Yeah. Like, oh it's, yeah. It's you can get so, cancer of your nightmare. thumb. I'm feeling better now. Besides, every bake sale needs a tart. Okay. Kellen Coleman reveals she got bit by a dog while filming in Bulgaria, but quote didn't tell anyone. This is amazing. Now, what I wonder here is. Did Kellen not tell anyone or did no one care? You got to do the who, what, where, when, how, why, how, who, or whatever. That who? We, Kellen the- Coleman. What? Reveals she got bit by a dog. Where? In Bulgaria. Why? Because she was filming Don't Tell Any... Wait. <laughs> why? Because she was filming a Lifetime movie. Uh, who cares? Because she didn't tell anyone. Is that okay? Exactly. You got it exactly right. Oh, I got it exactly right. Imagine getting it. something about Kellen Coleman, who I had not heard about until you put this in the doc. Neither exactly right. had I. And what's crazy about this, well, not crazy, but but for the Hallmark heads, when you search Very Valentine, you also get Very, Very Valentine, a different Lifetime movie that came out two years ago. <laughs> Are they related? Ago. No. <laughs> Wait, they're not even related? No, there was a different movie starring, who knows, called Very, Very Valentine. And this is a movie called Very Valentine. <gasps> You'll be the belle of the ball. On the most romantic night of the year. Tonight, you get to be anyone you want. Love is a masquerade. Flowers have a language all of their own. What do they represent? Love at first sight. Danica McKellar, Cameron Matheson. In the one movie you don't want to miss. Very, very Valentine. Okay, we're running out of names. But what happened here? So this one is based on a novel written by best-selling author Adriana Trigiani. It's called Very okay. Valentine, and I love it because it's basically under the Tuscan sun meets shoemaking. So here we go. I love that. Very Valentine tells the story of the Angelini Shoe Company, one of the last family-owned businesses in Greenwich Village that has been making exquisite wedding shoes since 1903, wedding shoes, but now teeters on the brink of financial collapse. To save the family business from, a pre- from ruin, Valentine Roccali who is Karen Coleman, who was on Big Little Lies but could not tell you what she played. Apparently not this season, though. Um, oh, you know what she was? What? I think she was a... Um, like a different mother? One of the moms. Yeah. She's she's in the trailer. She's in the trailer for the episode. She gets like like Reese Witherspoon snips at her. Wow, iconic. Yeah. Prentice, too, and the granddaughter of master artisan uh, Theodora Angelini must bring... The family's old world craftsmanship into the 21st century, juggling unpredictable love lives, duty to her family, and a design challenge presented by a prestigious department store. Valentine and Theodore on a quest to build a Department stores are always doing design challenges in these movies. Yeah, why? Department stores are not shutting down in these movies. Yeah, it's weird. But guess what? She meets love. She finds love. I always find my inspiration in Italy. Would you like to come with me? I'm going. This is my last chance, or I lose everything. Let's build your shoe together. What happens in Italy stays in Italy. 
Adriana Trigiani's Barry Valentine. Premier Saturday, June 8th at 8th. Part of book to screen. Only on Lifetime. Adriana Trigiani's Barry Valentine. <laughs> oh, so they have to call it presented by Audible Escape. Oh my God. Audible's on the Lifetime train now? Are you kidding me? Beep, beep honey. God, it must be so lucrative. So that's what happens. And that's why she got and she got bit by a dog in Bulgaria. Well, what's great is like, you know, these these Hallmark movies film God knows where this one in Bulgaria. Do we know about like what happened? Like what kind of dog? Is she OK? She, Did well, you do the any thing research? is that she told the story because I clicked on the article and it's just a video, you know, when you do that. Okay. And then you're oh, like, like I cannot video? watch this yeah. video. So I didn't mm-hmm. watch the video. But I'll play it oh, here. it's just the video? So we can watch it together. We need some details. Well, what happened? Uh, yeah, there's a little dog, and I, you know, it's the first day. <laughs> we're by the Black Sea. And I'm like, oh, hi. And he starts like, ah, okay, I shouldn't. I'm like, yeah. And then I wouldn't give up because I need everyone to love me. Including so that dog. I, including the dog. So I get down on the ground, and I'm like, he can smell me just so he smells me. And he was very far away, and he was, all of a sudden he's very nice. And comes there, all of a sudden it was like he jumped five feet. Hi! And just oh, latched on, and I just kind of went, okay, okay, okay. You don't want to jerk no, away because of a rip. The guy took the dog, and then we, me, uh, and um, Paolo, who plays Gianluca, the other love interest in this, just looked at each other and started laughing. <laughs> and I went, oh, and I'm bleeding. And this is great. And I was bleeding. Did you need stitches or anything? I or? did it, but you can see them. Yeah. No, you can yeah. see it right there. Yeah. She got bit by a dog, and she didn't tell anyone. You and I want to tell everyone. What? How much I love Postmates. Okay. Tell everyone. Postmates. I love Postmates. Postmates, it's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. You know what you could do? You could say, Postmate, I would love a copy of Very Valentine on DVD. And if the Postmate can find it at a Best Buy, the Postmate might might bring it to you. Don't you dare do that to your Postmate. You could. It's not even out on DVD. They'd be like... Tip your Postmate. Tip your Postmate extremely well. A million dollars for them to get you Very Valentine on DVD. No way. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24-7. 365. Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is, which is great because not all of us are good at direction. Postmates will deliver anything to you. You can get the app on iOS or Android for free. You can browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. It tells you, like, are they on a bike? Are they in a car? Are they whatever? For a limited time, Postmates is giving Who Weekly listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code WHO, W-H-O. That is code WHO, W-H-O, for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code WHO. Um, here's a fun thing that happened. This is fun. I mean, define fun, but like whatever. It's unwoke, but it's still fun just because of who it is. Also, this is just like the pitfalls of being like extremely online and famous. Like extremely capital E, capital O. Like being a Chrissy Teigen person, essentially. When you're doing too much, it's just because of probability. At some point, you're going to do something wrong. Exactly. And it's going to be like very specific and funny like this. So basically, uh, January Jones, who we talked about loving her online presence. It is cute. She does a good job. She seems to be fun. And people seem to like her, which I appreciate authentically. Um, She got uh, by the page six slammed for comments on anxiety meme. This is like truly wild. So an Instagram account called My Therapist Says posted a photo that read me scrolling through Instagram, finding memes relating to my irrational fears and anxiety with a quote from Friends character Ross Geller that said, ah, humor based on pain. Ha ha ha. Humor based on my pain. (laughs) So think of the levels here. We have 
a meme a with image. Ross, a, a friend's meme, a friend's image, a meme about that image about anxiety. On an Insta- on Instagram. An Instagram that is themed memes about like therapy and like anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it, because it's on Instagram, if you are a celebrity and you comment on it, people are going to see it. Yes, your your message gets bumped up to the top. We know this from our interview with comments by celebs. So we have January Jones following my therapist says this meme account uh, and commenting, what is everyone nervous about? We all die. Find love or don't. Have fun or don't. Eat food, then get rid of it. It's easy. So she's like yodaing out her ass over here. Like, why are you anxious, people? Life yeah. is easy. When it's like, I'm not to be the whatever, but like, I get what she's doing, but I also understand you are commenting this in the wrong place. Like the specific, it's you're like showing up to an anti-vaxxers meeting and being like, vaccines are great, you know, like. Right. If anxiety was that easy to get rid of, therapy wouldn't exist and neither would my, my therapist, therapist says. the Instagram account, you know. But for January Jones, who clearly has never really dealt with anxiety or per- based on this comment, I don't I don't know her story, but based on the based on the comment suggesting that it's easy to deal with this stuff, um, she doesn't get that. Uh, it read is very insensitive to, to people. Just roll up to the party and yell the opposite of everything that the party stands for. You know what Imagine I mean? Being like, at your therapist's office, like literally being in the middle in the middle of your uh, session. And then the door opens, and, and it's she, January Jones, and she's like, "What's relax. the problem? Why? Why are you paying this? Why are you paying this Harvard grad a hundred bucks an hour to listen to your problems? It's a beautiful day outside. Come on!" And relax, then like you go honey. get chicken with Felicity, with not Felicity, with January Jones. Right. Relax, honey. <laughs> relax, honey. Relax, honey. And then just like walks away. Sorry. In my mind, it's like more of a, jo- a Joy Behar reaction. Mm-hmm. So everybody was mad, and they were like, "Stop." Like, stop, you but know, also, diminishing. But also, not even everyone was mad. No one would have noticed this, really, had Page Six not written about it, you know? Do you think that Page Six pulled even this, it like, out? January Jones, no. I'm just saying, this is one of those things that, like, wouldn't have gone everywhere. This is only going to go to a couple places. Oh, it, oh, it didn't go not everywhere. It just went this. to Page Six, and I know That's what thing. I'm saying. Yeah. Because, like, January Jones commenting about mental health on an Instagram account is like not the type of thing that people and us pick up. I mean, what's wild is we talk about us and people being like so low on the ladder, they'll talk about anything, but this actually is something that they deem to not like that they wouldn't pick up. Yeah. Which is like hilarious because think of how minuscule that must mean. And also page six being like, we'll do it. We'll take it. But you know what everyone is writing about this morning? Oh my God. I fucking wrote about it practically. Kylie Jenner threw that girl Anastasia Stassi, Stassi, her friend Stassi, not the Bravo Stassi, a birthday party at her house. Stassi and it baby. Was themed, it was themed as. Well, this is Gilead, crazy. This is as Handmaid's Tale. So, I came across this like talk probably, about insensitivity. Well, January Jones is like, I didn't do that. <laughs> I know everyone. I mean, uh, I'm still speechless is what I'm saying to you from this yeah. whole thing. And like one of the best Lady Gaga songs, not to be quote unquote, not fun about it. But this is just so tone deaf that it almost is like, like, how could you even do this? Not even like as a gag, like it, if it was actually like a clever kind of like parody of the whole thing. But yeah, it really does feel so it's the antithesis of like the show itself and if you claim to love it and watch it which is like the point of this then like you would why would you why would your emotions let you do something like this do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. the show I mean, is especially... so dark so like hurtful like it hurts to watch it 
you wouldn't want to be like, let's throw a party where we all dress as them and like take photos. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that if these were photos, it would have been awful. But the fact that they're videos, so you can hear their tone where they're like, yes. Like, yes, queen. (laughs) Welcome to Gilead. And then you have. We love Gilead. Welcome, welcome. We're gonna watch the first episode. Welcome to Gilead. So basically, Kylie Jenner, who is the them in the situation, threw a birthday party for the who in the situation. Her best friend Stassi, who goes by Stassi Baby, and is like an Instagram personality. Four million followers. Um, I feel like she is kind of taking Jordan Woods's place. If you asked me, in terms of Absolutely. the attention she's been getting, this was the coming out party. This was like you are the new Jordan, right? So Absolutely. They threw her a club party, and then they like then the next day, Kylie hosted a Handmaid's Tale watching thing. But of course, because it's like them, they have to spend like a million dollars, and they she literally builds like a red like curtain entrance to the house which is insane and she hires these women to cosplay the marthas do you you don't watch handmaids right but do you know who the marthas are i know who the marthas are but so they they're like sit they're like standing at the door these like young like actresses i don't know like off ucb sunset or something like they got them on craigslist and they're like (laughs) they're like praise be like under his eye welcome to the party Uh And these women are walking in like, oh, my God. And Kylie comes out in her like red, you know, the red gown, gown, the red dress and the white hat. And she's like, oh, welcome to Gillian. Hey, girl, come inside. We're about to watch an episode of my favorite show, Handmaid's Tale. And they walk in and it's like. Jeff Lethem roses everywhere. It's just Ugh. great. It's like a it's like a display of like letters, like like handwritten letters with like roses and like the flag, the like the Gilead flag. Like this is like oppressive religious like regime with like that's built on like rape and like really fucked up politics did you see see E's write up of it it says what they say um, says praise be question mark <laughs> on saturday yes. kylie jenner threw her friends a viewing party for season three of handmaid's tale which doubled as a pre-gaming 22nd birthday celebration for their longtime friend stassi karan it was Kalau. a pre-game Whatever. it wasn't even the it was a pre-game and then they got into a gigantic party bus and went somewhere else that's yeah. like stassi turns 22 okay the next paragraph the Hulu drama series depicts a dystopian society in which infertile married couples of high ranking keep fertile women as sex slaves and subject them to monthly rapes in a bid to keep them pregnant with the child they would then keep. The streaming network released the first three episodes of season three last week. And it's like, here's a subtle reminder that this is sort of fucked right. up because this is E. This is like, this is the one website that really can't be shady to Kylie. But they and yet, just they re- kind of were. They were. Well, they just they recapped were. the show for you. I know, but that's all it took. I know. I feel like someone there was like, yikes, this is fucked up even for Kylie. But I think one of the one of the funniest things about this series of videos is yet again how like it's always bright and in, in like just like the how stuff is always happening like in this oppressive light yes. in in LA. Yes. Is funny that they're doing this in the middle of the day. This oppressive also that, like, light, Bobby. There aren't I mean, it's just too it's too bright in LA. Yeah. And Florida. Yeah. Where there else? There are only like five people there. Oh, it's a small party. And you're just like reminded that Sophia like these Ritchie. people don't really have many friends. If Sophia yeah. made it to the guest list. Yeah, Sophia's on the guest list. Pseudo brother-in-law-ish character's girlfriend. Well, to be fair, it it's to a birthday party for Stassi. So who knows? Maybe these are like her friends. But you're right. The guest list was small. It included somebody's uh, makeup artist who was dressed as the, oh my God, like the commander that is like the one <gasps> like raping the... 
it was just so wild and so they were all like Kylie like you're crazy for this one and it's like oh my god like you we have no idea how crazy she is for this one and I I kind of do believe that Kylie has somewhat of a sense of humor that like she definitely got that this was like camp for her Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it just even if you take that even if you're like lol it's still just so tone deaf because they're actually gonna go then watch the show which is like so misery bleak. it's misery yeah it's misery yeah i will never watch that show again i'm trying no. to think of an example of this that could be seen as like controversial but is actually kind of funny but it's not but i would say i can't even think i can't think of one like like no. a show that you would throw a theme party for dress up as that would be like haha this is kind of a little bit racy but not but actually funny if you did it right this I don't think could be done right at Every all. Every other show ever. that I'm thinking of would also be incredibly insensitive and bad. Right. But I don't think this could be. I don't think she did it wrong. I just don't think that it could be done right at all. Like having like a Handmaid's like, Tale what? party is not um, smart. American crime story people versus OJ. But then everyone comes dressed in like Marsha Cross. Or not Marsha Cross. Marsha Clark that's wigs. That's kind of like, funny. That's honestly. sort of funny. But even that is like. I, I'm trying to think of like a way you could do it funny. And I don't know that you can. Right. When there's like right. s- so much death involved well the other thing i like, just thought true of is that trauma and tragedy women are literally dressing as handmaid's tales to like protest the abortion stuff so it's like you're also taking an image that's being used right now in like very serious like very serious ways to mm-hmm. protest like fucked up politics and you're having playing with it like having fun yeah, with it and they, for, with, and, with and, no purpose with no meaning and maybe if this party had been used as a way to speak out on that, you could give her a pass, <laughs> right. but it wasn't. No. You know? Are you kidding? No. It wasn't like, and I'm donating a million dollars to Planned Parenthood, bitches. Yes. It's, like, if she said that at the I end, know. I'd be like, well, okay, good for Kylie. And if you're rich, like, you should always just do that so you don't get in trouble. My God. <laughs> yes. Yes. So much more charity should be, like, to get out of being canceled. Oh, yeah. If I was rich, like, I would just... Like prevent like, cancellation by just like and then prevent cancellation by giving add a little dollars. add a little charitable addendum to your right. problematic behavior and you're kind of saving your ass right like me wearing fur but then like also at the end being like a million dollars to the humane society sweetie and then it would be like eight times podcast host Lindsay Weber <laughs> used a charitable donation to cover up her problematic behavior Wait, eight times I have eight podcasts to be rich no eight times you did this oh I it did it eight times. Yeah, you did it eight times. I could in this in this alternate history. I gave, you did eight, it eight, times. I gave away eight million dollars. No, eight times, or just like it's not to be a million dollars each. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's Sorry, just like, I just uh, you you donated to uh, Peta after wearing fur. You donated to Planned Parenthood after throwing a Handmaid's Tale party. <laughs> what else you, did I do? Um. Uh, what else? Mm, uh, oh, I uh, I gave to Leonardo DiCaprio's foundation after flying my private dra- jet nowhere with just me on it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I um. No, that's good. I um. I. What other bad there things no can more. you do? Okay, that's it. <laughs> we got Kevin Smith apologizing to Ashley Tisdale. I do like that. That's not stupid because literally it was one of those stories that was like she tweeted, he tweeted, and then us, and then E Online was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Tisdale tweeted, "Thanks at that Kevin Smith for scratching my mirror on my car and not stopping. Classy move, neighbor. That is Kevin an Smith. iconic call out, by the way. Kevin Smith retweets, adds this." Apologies, I drive like Cruella DeVille in the hills. However, I did do a courtesy stop. Then you pulled away first, and I was like, that's so Sharpay. Um, and then Ashley Tisdale responds to that. Huh, 
apology accepted. Wait, can Blushy I just, emoji. Can we just break down this Kevin Smith tweet for a second? Kevin Smith, movie director. Ashley Tisdale, Sharpay on High School, High School Musical. Musical. One, Nothing two, else. and maybe not three. I don't know. Three? No, I think I she know. was in three. As aspiring pop starlet, uh, she had an album. Architectural. She had a design. She, her home was featured in Architectural Digest once. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. But the point is, is that do you think that Kevin Smith googled <laughs> Ashley Tisdale after this and was like, oh, I got to make a joke about? No, like, I think some- they know. I think you know the celebrities who live around you. So You've he done, knew he that had she done the research sh- before. He yeah. knew he was, knew. she was Sharpay on High School Musical. Everyone knows who their neighbors are in L.A. But he'd watched High School Musical and knew about Sharpay. He did the research or he was given a dossier when okay. he moved into the house. Is Cruella de Vil a bad driver? Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's like scenes. She has this like gigantic kind of like comically long Rolls Royce She's that she driving just like around. barrels through London. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know that was like a thing. Sorry. It's a dated reference. Does, does uh, Glenn do that in the movie? The live action? I don't really remember the Glenn Close one. I was more, I, I, I really loved the animated one when I was oh little. God, I, wow, I, watched the, I watched that one maybe once, the Glenn mm. one. Yeah, you love the classics. Yeah, I prefer the classics. Okay. That, the, 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 the original 101 Dalmatians is very cool looking. It is. Uh, I always thought it was really cool. But Corella was the original wife, you know? She, yeah. she was the wife. <laughs> I've no use for babies. <laughs> Cheerio! That's it. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? Talk, uh, a story about Kevin Smith and Ashley Tisdale. Uh, is that it? Yeah, let's skip over this. So they're fine. Also, this Ashley Tisdale, ha, apology accepted. Blushy face, you know she is still fuming. She's There's pissed. no way she's not oh, still she's fuming. Oh, she's pissed. She's pissed. She just knows Los that. Los Angelinos and their cars? No. No. She and their neighbors? Mm-mm. That response, though, was good enough to make it so that she would look bad if she actually continued this drama. Where she's like, Ha ha ha! No, but seriously, I need you to pay for this. You like, know? do you think what happened was he did it, then he stopped, and then she just sped away angrily, and then he was like, "All right." Yeah, and then they reached out privately after this. After her tweet, he probably reached out to her privately and was like, "Hey, babe, sorry, hey, I'll that pay for this, but for let's like whatever. make this into a joke. Is that okay?" And she's like, "Sure." Like, why'd you? I'm call sure there me was out? like a back channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh my god! So speaking of rude, I saw this late last night, and I was like, uh, "There was a headline that said." Uh, under the tag, lookalike celeb kids, Reese Witherspoon's daughter Ava shares pic with boyfriend Owen, and fans say he looks like her dad, Ryan Philippi. Felipe, who the hell knows? So I was like, sure, I'll click this because I'm always a sucker for Reese and Ava content because it's hilarious that no one can stop talking about how they look identical when, when they really don't. She looks well, like her daughter. what's so funny is Point just is, this is another thing. Poor Ava. All she does is look like people. That's her whole right. thing. It's like, she looks like this. She looks like that. She goes look- to Coachella looking like mom Reese Witherspoon. She goes to the grocery store looking like mom Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Don't forget, she also looks like her dad. But I clicked this. And guess what? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh no, the boyfriend absolutely looks like Ryan Phillippe. But absolutely. Like, absolutely. I, he does though. They have similar. Um, they have the same face shape and they have that curly little mop of hair on top of them. Chin, strong chin. Strong chin. He looks like Ryan. Yeah. I can't deny it. Well, but that's just like another nail in the coffin for her because she already looks like her mom and her dad. That's been in the news. And do you now, think Reese has been like, do you think Reese is like, sweetie, you got to dump this guy. He looks too much like daddy. 
Ew, but like that's gross to say. You're, I, she would I know, but I feel like Reese is very open with her daughter. No, Reese is too busy like posting memes on Instagram being like, LMAO, when I roll up to the club, that got me feeling like, <laughs> hey kids. Do you think that a way that Ava is, act, that this could be a way of her acting out? A hundred percent. Where she's like, oh, this like, Oh, you think Judy I look like, like my mom? Me, and he looks like my dad? Hell yeah, I'm going to take photos with him. No, I don't think that you... I don't think that Ava would recognize that uh, somebody looked like her dad. Do you know what I oh, mean? Oh, yes, you would. Yes, You yes, would recognize if someone you dated looked like your dad, you would be like, that's... Yeah, because I I grew... I like... No, I... It's, <laughs> Your parents are the people that you know so closely. I mean, in many cases, they're the people you've seen the most get, in your life. I just don't think I would recognize that, like consciously, that like somebody I dated looked like my dad. I think you would. Really? I think you would. Okay, well, TBD. And, and if you didn't, and if you didn't realize it consciously, the moment one person said, "Hey, <laughs> Ava, do you do you think your boyfriend? Do you think Owen kind of looks like your dad?" I think maybe if she had sort of let that seep underneath her consciousness the moment someone brings it up you'll never be able to unsee it you're saying the moment somebody brings it up a thousand people tweeted about it and then they wrote an article i know what i'm that's what i'm saying it's up but i bet one of her friends said something right the moment one person said and then reese saw the memes or whatever because reese was online because she's online right now god She's online promoting Big Little Lies right now, and her daughter's just dating a lookalike. She has to get on. Oh, Reese, honey. Play the Rita theme song. Okay. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Aren't you glad we didn't fucking book our trip to see Rita Ora at St. Pete's Pride? I wanted to. Because I wanted she to. fucking canceled. I wanted to. Can I you can't imagine believe if this. we had fucking done this? Like, booked- No, we honestly, we talked about it as a joke, but... Well... Sometimes we talk about things as jokes, and then next thing you know, we're in Lisbon. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> so, anyways, so, we wouldn't have seen her. We would have been stuck in Florida, million degrees. It no would have Rita. been hilarious. No, you would have been. I would have been so mad. Would you have been? Yeah, mad? but then we would have done like an entire episode about how funny it is. We, yeah, we would have like written something for Vulture. Like we, dra- oh god, Rita would be so mad at us. We would just like be dragging her for this stupid thing. Ugh, we wouldn't. We wouldn't want to make Rita mad. I know. So why didn't she go? Did she get sick? She didn't say. I was kind of sick this weekend. Well, she did. You Were you? You had a cold. Well, I've got... It's still kind of... You can hear it in my voice. Why did she cancel? Uh, No, she didn't say. <laughs> she didn't say. She didn't make up something? No, she didn't say. And it sucks because it's kind of soon. And like now the poor people of St. Pete are like, who will we get who's like as gay as Rita? You know? Betty who? It was like Rita or at least a lobe. So they need like another like uplifting <laughs> spirit. St. Pete's pride is like, get Betty who on the horn. We need her here. And then Betty who's like... Hello, hi, what's up? Her pri- her gay phone goes off, and they're like, "Okay, Betty, we need you in St. Pete's like tonight. Can you come sing?" And she's like, "Absolutely, Duh. I'm free. You know what? Right away." Did and she's like, "Will you put me on a jet pride event?" Yes. And like, it's like, "We'll put you on a plane. We'll get you right there." And she's like, "Great." She gets to the airport, thinks it's a private jet. Nope, it's like Spirit. Uh, no, you're Spirit Airlines C, Zone coach. Z. Nope, sorry. <laughs> Zone Z. She shows up eight hours late. She still performs because you know what? Z. She's 
She's a professional with a heart of gold. She's this, a heart of rainbow. Who says celebs can't be nice? This woman goes on tour with Rita Ora and raves about their 10 days together. Rita she has Ora. lifted the lid on what the singer is like. Are you kidding? The lid has been stratospheric, we've, as if there has ever been a lid on what the singer is like. Also, the lid is not we've there. we've been lifting the lid for three years now. We threw, we whiffed the lid out of the window and the lid has never come back. Are you kidding me? She lifted the lid on what the singer was like. Little do you know the Albanian government has been paying us money to lift this lid. Just kidding. That's not true. Just that's not true. Although if they did. We'd take it. Yeah, we'd take it. Um, so whatever this lid is has been lifted by this woman who does lava shell therapy. Wild. Rita got lava shell therapy at some like event and then hired this woman for 10 days to come with her on the planes and like do lava shells on her. I don't even understand what lava shells are. Well, let me tell you, lava shells are the world's first self-heating massage tool, a patented natural biodegradable heat technology incorporated into, your, into lava shell, which then emits heat for up to an hour, allowing your therapist to provide continuous and seamless warm body massage. Massage. So it's if I, w- if I put some shells in the microwave and then I rub them all over your body and I was like, Bobby, lava's shells. Lava. And then you charge me and then you charge me $1,000. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. You got it? Twitter.com slash lava shells status. I clicked on this link you put in. It says, Rita Ora says, I love it so much. I'm always pampering on my helicopter wherever we are. And here's Rita using her lava shells and just rubbing them all over her body. Wow. I got to have some lava shells. The lava lady's like, I'll come for free. I'll lava you. But I have to get promo on my lava feed. We don't know. But we do know this episode is over. So thank you for listening. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We've been getting a lot of them lately. We love them. They're really helpful for us. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly. Um, and call 619 Who Them if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Um, so thank you. We will see you on Friday. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, come and come to our show on Boston, Boston, they're DC this weekend. I they think they, oh, they're both sold out. Okay, <laughs> bye. Can't come. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, everyone who bought tickets. Bye. You will join us.